I'm really excited for today's episode. It's our first interview on the Mom Wife Career Life podcast, and I had such a great conversation with our guest that I had to split it into two episodes, so you'll be getting a bonus episode this week. I received a lot of great feedback from last week's episode where I shared 10 easy ways to start meal planning. It was perfect timing because today I'm interviewing Robin Ryan McDonald's, a nutritionist, health coach, seminarian, fellow podcast host, wife, and oh, did I mention a working mom of two beautiful boys? And she'll be sharing her tips on how to start cooking healthier. Make sure you listen in to our next episode where Robin will be walking us through how to read food labels, what to look out for, what ingredients to stay away from, and some healthier options to swap out some of those snacks that you have in your pantry right now. If the thought of meal planning stresses you out because you just don't know how you are going to fit it into your already crazy schedule, please reach out and book a coaching session with me. I promise you, there is time in your schedule and I will help you find it. When you learn how to plan your week, when you learn how to prioritize the things on your to-do list, when you know what you are going to cook for dinner every night, you are making your days and your life so much easier. And when you are less stressed, you're able to be more present and enjoy all those little moments. I just opened up more time slots so I can help as many of you stressed out mamas while the summer discount is still available. To book a session, go to our website at momwifecareerlife.com backslash coaching or check out the show notes for the link. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work? With time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third. It's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. One of the biggest benefits of meal planning is the ability to plan healthier meals so that when you step foot into that grocery store, you know exactly what you need to get. But then you go to pick up those ingredients, and there are five different options for chicken breasts. They all look good, but not all are good for you. It could be so overwhelming trying to swap out what you're used to buying with healthier options, but like any new habit, it gets easier with time. Healthy doesn't have to be hard. In today's episode, I'm chatting with nutritionist and holistic health coach Robin Ron McDonald. Robin is a proud mom and wife with a passion for supporting and empowering Jesus-loving women to gain true health while losing weight through her sustainable grace-based process. She loves to help women ditch chronic dieting and disease for holistic health and wellness. She mixes her seminary background with her study of integrative nutrition to help women develop the energy and vitality to live out their unique God-given calling. She'll be sharing her tips on how to start planning healthier meals for your family. Well, welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and all of the things you juggle as a working mom? Ooh, that's a good question. I think as a achiever, I like to tout the many things that I do. But I am a work from home mom. So I've got two little guys. I've got an almost four year old, a one year old, 
I run a health coaching business. I have my own podcast, the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I also manage an Airbnb business for us as a family. I also run a leadership program at our church. And I I think that's it. <laughs> and you think that's so, it? Well, that's I a, think that's a whole I, lot. Yes. We I am of the of the mom wife career life uh, <laughs> culture. So yes. And I've been a nutrition coach now for seven, six or seven years. And my big thing is I believe every single one of you is valuable. You have worth, you have a purpose. And so I want to remove any health hindrances from preventing you from showing up with full energy and vitality and confidence to be and do all that you're called to do. I love that. Get healthy, have the energy to do exactly what you were called to do. How did you get into healthy living? So, I mean, like everybody, I want to be healthy. I remember it shifted as a younger kid. I was totally into the teeny bopper magazine, 17 magazine. And I'd want to, you know, read the tabloid things that said how to get a six pack and these five moves. And these are the foods that do X, Y, Z. And it was very much about the aesthetic, being skinny or whatever. And it transformed when I actually had a health crisis of my own in college. I gained the freshman 15, which turned into the college 20. I also ended up with full face acne. I did not have acne in middle school or high school. So I kind of thought like, woohoo, I'd skip that whole issue. But in college, after my freshman year, full face, forehead to chin, ear to ear, there was no problem area. My face was the problem. <laughs> and I was so insecure. And I didn't even want to say hi to people that I met my freshman year. And that for me was a huge wake up call. Long story short, I ended up going to the doctor. They gave me a bunch of medication, topical, oral. I used it all because I'm like, oh, I got to fix this. And I'd wipe my hand on a towel after use, applying the stuff to my face. Carrie, it was bleaching the towel. And so I was like, I probably don't want to keep putting this on my face. And someone had told me, you know, Robin, what you eat has a lot more to do with your face and your acne than what you actually like, put on top of it. And I was like, that's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would I put in my mouth have anything to do with my face? <laughs> and go, you know, lo and behold, it was true. My hormones were totally out of whack. I was eating so much junk food, whatever was cheap and easy. And I, I did. I started changing my diet. I learned about gut health. I learned about all these different things, lost the weight, cleared my face, ditched all the medications. And what spurred me on to doing what I do now is actually I started to see my grandparents' health deteriorate. I lost two grandpas to Alzheimer's dementia. One of my grandmas was in and out of the hospital with heart issues. She had diabetes and she also had heart disease. She also had arthritis. My other grandma was a breast cancer survivor who also had diabetes and arthritis. And I just was like, man, here are these kind, loving people who are being hindered and showing up in the world in the ways that they're called to show up. And I eventually learned that most of what they were experiencing were lifestyle induced. And at the time I was going to seminary and I was learning how to equip and serve and love on people through the church. And I'm thinking, okay, but if we have all this intention to do all this good, to, to be who God's called us to be, and yet our bodies are falling apart, there's, an, there's a 
problem here. And so I just, God just really put it on my heart to equip the bodies that comprise the body of Christ to see them healthy and well and unhindered by disease. So that's my, my passion and my big mission. I hear you. I actually went through a pretty significant weight loss in 2020. When I was in college, I was a size two, size four. And once I had kids, I went up to a size eight. And in 2020, I don't even want to share what size I went up to. I hit rock bottom with my weight. There was a day when I was getting ready to take family pictures and I went in my closet and I was looking for something to wear and realized that nothing fit. And I literally collapsed onto my closet floor and just cried. And I knew at that point I needed to do something about my weight and my health. And it wasn't just about my weight. It was really about my health and where I let myself go to. And it's not just about getting the weight off. It's a lifestyle change and it's hard, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show today because I just released an episode on meal planning. And I know that's very intimidating for busy moms to actually sit down and meal plan. And then when you try to add healthy into it, it makes it that much harder. So I'd love to hear your tips on how to healthy meal plan. Yeah. One, I love that you shared that. That's such a vulnerable and real place that so many of us have found ourselves, especially whether it's after having kids or just a really stressful season and to be in a challenging season and then to also have to struggle with this body image dynamic is is really, really tough. From a healthy meal planning standpoint, I know what it's like to just feel like you have this never ending to do list, literally. And I regularly have my meltdowns where I'm just like, I just feel like I'm not succeeding in anything. Like I'm just barely like moving the needle in each of these various categories of things that I'm trying to keep up with. Like forget the laundry. It's just like things are so chaotic. And then, you know, someone presents oh, you should or here, do this thing. It's like, ah, like just want to shun it, push it away. Like, no. And so I know for a lot of people that's meal prep and meal planning. And truth be told, I mean, I'm a health coach. This is what I do. I've been doing this for years. And at this stage of my life, so my youngest, like I said, he's he's just turned one. And I am in the point where I don't meal plan or prep as often as I um, would like to admit for what I do. But what I've gotten really good at is finding super quick, easy, healthy meals to just throw together in the moment. And some of the the tips you gave on your last episode were fantastic. I was looking to see like, oh, what could I add to this? And I honestly, there's very little I could add to that list. Anybody who's listening to this and they haven't listened to your episode just before this, I highly recommend doing so. It's so good. Um, The only two things, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that I would add. One, you did actually say it in there, but it wasn't one of your official items, but you had mentioned cooking a larger portion one night. And that's actually one of my tricks for if you if you're like, ah, Carrie, Robin, you do not want to take time on a Sunday to have to meal prep and cook things like I just my weekends are my weekends. And so if you feel that way, one strategy I will encourage clients to do is try to cook maybe just three times throughout the week. And those three times triple, quadruple the recipe. I And depending on how big your family is, maybe even more. I say triple, quadruple because I have a giant man for a husband. He's six foot five, 260 pounds. 
and my four-year-old eats like a grown adult. And so I feel like I like double the recipe and I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to have leftovers. And then I'm like, how did that all get eaten up? The triple, quadruple, quintuple, whatever you got to do. But doing that helps so much because it's so nice to just be like, ah, oh, it's dinner time. Oh, wait, we've got leftover. Da, da, da. So I would highly emphasize that one. Um, and then the other trick that helps a lot that can still fall into the meal prep category, but I think it's a lot easier is to find those sous vide, sous vide, have you say that kind of like a la carte things that you can cook and be able to throw them together. So it's like you can, ha- and I know you talked about the crock pot, you can have a crock pot going with either chicken or beef and just make a large portion. And that can be repurposed in a bunch of different ways. If you've got picky eaters and people who like to do different kinds of things, be like, all right, it's beef night. And so you bring out the the shredded beef and it's like, okay, you can make it however you want. We've got this dressing, we've got this sauce, we've got these seasonings, we've got these toppings. And you can almost kind of create like a Chipotle style, like throw together your own meal thing. It could be even a fun thing for kids, depending on how old they are. But I found that having kind of those like staple things cooked in advance be helpful. Um, So yeah, those are some of my top tips that I'd start off with. I really like the chipotle style idea. We actually do that with tacos and we put out a couple of toppings, but you could do that with so many things. I could literally eat the same meal every day, especially if I know that it's something that's healthy, but Russ cannot. And I have my picky eater. She's a tough one. So if I could find a meal that she would eat every night, that would be amazing. So how can we start or where do we start with making healthier choices? So one thing I'll say is to set your your frame of reference for it, your your mindset towards it. Because when we're in such a chaotic space, we have so much going on, so many different responsibilities. It can be easy to muster up the encouragement and desire like, all right, that's it. I'm going to try it. I'm Okay, guys, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. And then you do it. You look up some recipe. Maybe it ends up taking you longer than you thought it would. You put forth all this effort and then somebody doesn't like it or you burn it or it doesn't turn out well. And you're like, ah, see, that's why I don't do this. This is this is why I don't even have time for this. And then you just like close the door on meal prep. And so <laughs> what I want to set your mindset to is you're going to burn the things. It's going to take longer than you expect. The, the wheels are going to come off. People, Some people aren't going to like it. Like this is part of the trial and error process of finding what works. I love that one of your tips was to notice what your family likes. And that's important because then the more you find out that they like, the less you have those like, oh, it doesn't work times. And so I would definitely say, know that you're going to fail. Know it. And so when it happens, you're like, well, what can I learn from this? How can I adjust next time? And I think that goes a really long way in this journey. And so just know you're not going to be able to do it perfectly. It's going to be challenging and you can learn as you go. So with that said, starting out, I would say start, just start. And one of the first things you can do is look up a recipe. If it sounds so overwhelming and daunting to even meal prep, which I get, just say, all right, next week, I'm going to cook one healthy meal. I'm going to try a new recipe. Just one. First week. Second week, give it a shot. Try two. Don't forget to double or triple it. You could be doubling and tripling a total of failure, which is, you know, again, a potential. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe someone will eat it. Donate it to somebody. <laughs> give it to the most recent person who had a baby. No, it's kidding. I had a reveal train. But just plan on, on getting yourself in the kitchen a little more. And maybe you're someone who already is in the kitchen. You're looking for a healthy meal. And you're like, well, I already cooked. It's like, great. Let's, you know, let's try a, a healthy version, right? So. Just start somewhere is what I would say. 
Next thing is, is to when you do the meal prep, don't try to prep for all five days. Don't like, all right, here we go. I'm going to do this. And it's the all or nothing mindset that gets us, right? It's like, okay, I got to prep breakfast, lunch, dinner. Ah, like I would say, think up a couple, two, three dinners for the week and prep some things. I think especially too, depending on what age your kids are, maybe having some snacks that you put together or cut up some fruit. Uh, if, you know, like you mentioned on your episode too, I'm telling you, I'm keep referencing it because it was a good episode. <laughs> um, having breakfast, easy breakfast. I can't say enough about easy breakfast, right? So if you set up easy breakfast and then put together just like a couple of things for the dinners, that's a really good starting point. I will say my mornings have gotten a lot easier since I started doing grab and go breakfast. My kids are 15, no, almost 15, 13 and 10. So they're pretty self-sufficient. I do have a hard time sometimes because they're just not in the mood to eat breakfast. But having a grab and go totally frees up my morning. Um, I love that you said plan to fail with your meals because I'm very intimidated when it comes to cooking because one, I hate to cook, but two, because Russ, and he hates when I say this, he could literally be a gourmet chef. He really enjoys it. He understands the flavors. He loves to make the dish nice and pretty. And me, if I could stick to three simple ingredients, a protein, a vegetable, and a carb, that's what you're getting. It's not that pretty, but it's edible. So I try to actually get a little more savvy with my meals, but I definitely say give yourself grace in cooking. So what are some go-to healthy ingredients that we should all have on hand? So some of my staples, as as I was putting together this list, I was like, this is kind of a lot, but they they kind of cover your bases. So as far as cooking goes, I primarily cook actually with butter or avocado oil or olive oil. Those are my three cooking. So I always, always have those on hand for cooking whatever I need to in them. My probably second biggest thing, like if the world was going to end, I would want to make sure that I have eggs. Eggs for everything. Eggs, you can have them for breakfast. You can have them for lunch. You can have them for dinner. I've found ways to make eggs for uh sweet versions of eggs i found ways to make of course savory is which we're most familiar with i mean have your eggs on hand they're great for some protein healthy fats they're actually have a ton of nutrients in the yolk they're fantastic uh the other things i would say ground beef and chicken thighs or uh or already made burger patties it's embarrassing how many times a week i have burgers because it's so easy costco has these grass-fed burger patties that you, I mean, they're such a great price and you just throw them in a pan, throw them on the grill ready in like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, literally for lunch today. But I was shoveling my food in before this recording. I threw some burger for lunch. Both my husband and I work from home. It took me 15 minutes to throw it all together. Threw the burgers on the grill. I honestly didn't feel like actually preparing other sides. Uh, I was doing the dishes while the burgers were cooking. And we have, well, some people not, might not like this, but I did sauerkraut as the veggie side, got both fiber, veggies, probiotics. And then we had some cut up watermelon and cantaloupe. So we had those three different things, the burgers, and boom, it was done. It was quick. It was easy. Can't emphasize that enough. Ground beef is super versatile. Chicken thighs, they take a little bit longer to cook, but I like them because I can throw them in the oven and walk away. I'm a big fan of the throw on a baking sheet and walk away. It's so funny that you say that because I feel like chicken thighs, you can't mess up or at least. I can't mess them up and I can mess up plenty of things like you really can't ever overcook them. 
And they're amazing in an Instapot. So yeah, I love me some chicken thighs. Yeah, I know people get concerned about the skin or dark meat. I'm a big dark meat skin fan. Make that skin crispy. I eat this. It is good and it is healthy, contrary to popular belief. And I love to hear you say that because because it's so ingrained in our head that dark meat is bad and skin is bad and butter. I've always stuck away from butter because it's always so butter is bad for you. And the more I'm learning, it's butter is not bad for you. If you're buying the right kind of butter, it could actually be good for you. So totally. Yes. And having just your favorite veggies are easy ones. I like broccoli and asparagus. Asparagus cooks in the oven in eight minutes. Broccoli can be steamed. You can cut up smaller. Also, I love roasted broccoli if I can um, have the time for it. But, you know, whatever your favorites are, always have those on hand. The other biggie for like easy carb or whatnot on the side, sweet potatoes and potatoes. Like my like quick, easy chicken thigh dinner, you do the chicken thighs. I cut up some broccoli and some sweet potatoes, throw it all in the oven. And for some people, that sounds super basic, but this it's all about the seasoning. And the seasoning really is what it comes down to. And I've found a couple different ways of doing it that I'm just like, mm. and also I mean, I could totally eat on repeat. Um, so that covers <laughs> mostly like lunches or dinners. But then my one of my big go-to, I don't have time for lunch or breakfast, or I'm just really hungry and want a protein-rich snack. Greek yogurt is plain Greek yogurt is phenomenal. I know some people find it too tart or it's, you know, yuck, plain. Just throw in some berries. I like to mix up a little bit of almond butter. That actually cuts the tartness for people who don't like that. So I'll mix a little bit of almond butter, throw in some frozen blueberries right now in the summer. It is such a delightful treat and it's super healthy for you. Protein packed and with the antioxidants from the berries, it's it's a winner. So those are and then avocados. Those are my biggies. <laughs> I love avocados and I love avocado smashed toasts, but I never actually thought of putting frozen fruit in yogurt. But that's such a great idea. The one thing I will say my kids, well, my girls will have all the time is actually uh, some Faja yogurt and they put a little honey on it to take the tartness out. And that is one of our big go to's. So on busy nights, I'd love to get your take on what easy frozen foods can we just keep in our freezer so that way busy nights we can pull it out, throw it in the oven, throw it in the instant pot and not have to really think about dinner. I know we're still a little we're still in the summer season. One thing that I think is fantastic for the fall winter are having freezer bags of like a crock pot meal and so in the morning before you leave for work you open up the bag dump it in the crock pot put whatever liquids you need to and walk away and when you come home that evening it's done those are fantastic freezer things i don't have any of them right now because i'm like i don't well i'll still throw in a roast i just i love slow cooked meat that aside it's so fast but I don't have any of those because I'm not thinking like, mm, I just want some like chili or like, you know, a warm meal like that. Um, so that's one option. Actually, it's funny. It, this will feel a little redundant, but those burgers from Costco, they're frozen and they don't have to be thawed. So you literally take them frozen and throw them on the griller in the pan. The ground beef, the chicken thighs, I always have those in the freezer. And what I'll do is I just put them in some water in the morning. And that's super helpful. The other thing that I know I keep saying Costco, hopefully you guys have comparable things to this, but (laughs) Costco has this, it's from uh, Cuisine Solutions and they have this pre-made sliced beef that is super tasty. It's grass fed and you can, 
keep it in the freezer. But then if I know I'm going to need it, you'll you know put it in the fridge the day before or whatever. And you don't have to do anything with it. It's great for just throwing straight onto a salad for a steak salad. Or if you want it warm, you throw it in the pan for like two minutes. You just need it warm. It's already cooked and done. Another one that we keep in the freezer, there's this brand called Teton. They have these amazing Polish sausages. Also, Costco. It's just there every there are other places, but it's just cheaper at Costco. I think I might have to get myself another Costco membership. I know. I'm like, I swear I don't get anything from this. <laughs> I don't get any affiliate um, money from this, but it's just easy and it works. And for my son, he's actually a, a really good eater. I'm very grateful. My youngest, we're a little concerned about because he's a little pickier, but one of his staples for lunch are these Teton sausages. It's so easy. I just slice them up. I'll cook them briefly in the pan to heat them up. They're already cooked, though. And he loves them. He has them almost every day for lunch. They're great to throw in with eggs. They're great for a quick thing to take on the go to work. All these different things. Um, so yeah, those are some of... Oh, and then the frozen berries, frozen veggies, any anything that I've mentioned but frozen, you can still do the same thing with them, which I'm really grateful for. <laughs> so that was a lot of great stuff. Any final tips around meal planning and meal prepping? Yeah, I guess just to echo what I said earlier to set your mind to... It's going to, there's going to be some hiccups along the way. It's probably not going to go the way you want it to all the time and start small. Just because you don't go all in, you don't plan all the meals. Try one recipe here, one recipe there, work your way up to it and set the intention. Even if you need to write it out like week one, week two, week one, one meal, week two, two meals, week three, try the meal prep, like write it out and stick to it. That would be my biggest thing. That's awesome advice. And like I say on a lot of my shows, it's all about taking that first step, baby steps. Rome wasn't built in a day. You just have to take that baby step. So I know our conversation is not over. We'll be continuing in the next episode, but I want to make sure we tell our listeners where we can find you and where they can find more information about all the wonderful things you have to teach. Yes, Carrie, thank you so much for having me. You can check out my podcast at it's the Vision Driven Health podcast where I go more into these things. And if you are someone who has a faith background, particularly a Christian background, that is the bend, you could say, of my content and what I share. You can also grab my free label reading guide by going to visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash food label, which I'm sure Carrie will put in the show notes. And yeah. it's super easy, readable. You can pull it up on your phone while you're at the grocery store. And you can take access to that. I will make sure to add all of that in our show notes. And remember, our next episode is continuing our conversation with Robin, where she'll be walking us through how to read those food labels. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful. If you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life, that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me, and let them know that they are not alone and loop and free balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.